A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. Federal milk orders, they are something that we work within as far as Wisconsin dairy is concerned, but it's not necessarily something everybody understands or likes. Right now, there's a conversation happening nationwide about reviewing some of the federal milk orders, and some of that conversation started right here in Wisconsin when Dairy Business Association, along with Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative, joined forces with Minnesota Milk as well as the Nebraska State Dairy Association to advance an idea of a Class 3-plus component. Joining us now, John Holyvote. He is the Director of Government Affairs for the Dairy Business Association. John, when did this conversation start developing? I know that we've heard uh, the rumblings from National Milk about getting these kinds of reviews started, but when did the impetus for this Class 3-plus begin rolling? Well, Ham, we've been talking a little bit about federal order reform now for you know probably as long as we've been an organization. Um, but since Farm Bureau came out with some of their recommendations, now we're going on more than a year ago on how they like to see orders reformed. Um, that sort of the, the conversation was out there about what what would that look like potentially. Then, of course, we had COVID, and we know what COVID did to the markets. We know what how COVID impacted negative PPDs how it fueled the pooling, and then that kind of fed off of each other and ended up with even higher negative PPDs. Um, so that really was a push for us to get serious about what overall order reform might look like. And we've tried to engage with other uh, folks in the upper Midwest to start that conversation. Now, as we were talking about this already, we saw that National Milk had put forward a, a proposal for a hearing on just the Class 1 mover um, issue. And we had already been talking about that problem um, and coming up with what we think are some possible solutions. So that was uh, basically the start of what be- has become the Class 3 Plus proposal. And the reason I really want to focus in on this, John, is that producer price differential, PPD, one of the biggest thistles in dairy farmers' sides in Wisconsin since the pandemic. I don't even think they necessarily paid attention to it much before the pandemic. And the Class 3-plus proposal really deals directly head-on with that. Explain if you can. Yeah, so our hope is that through this proposal, which would do three main things, it would tie Class 1 and Class 3 price together, plus an adjuster based on past market prices. It would also get rid of advanced pricing, which we know helped to contribute to how negative those negative PPDs went um, both last year and how negative they continue to be for some folks this year. And um, we also are establishing basically a floor of what that adjuster will be. Um, it'll be at least a minimum of $0.36 cents for the next four years is what we're calling for to allow farmers to recover some of that lost revenue and get us back towards a revenue-neutral position, which was the intention uh, when we last changed the Class 1 mover. Now, that kind of is in contrast to uh, the play that National Milk is uh, advancing regarding federal milk orders. How how does theirs differ, John? Well, they really are looking at just changing the adjust the mover that currently exists out there. They're going to do it, again, to probably try and claw back some of that lost revenue. But then at the end of the two years, they'll readjust that, and that's kind of it. Um, and looking at the PPD problem that we had, 
it's not a simple one, and there's lots of different causes, and some of them are just systemic. We need to tackle those head on. What we're trying to do here is to still allow some of that revenue clawback, but at a more gentle, slower pace, uh, which will probably be more palatable for our processors. And at the same time, trying to make a couple of changes that we think will reduce the likelihood of um, classes being inverted in the same way they were during the pandemic going forward, reduce the likelihood of uh, negative PPDs being as bad as they were ever again, or even going negative in the future. I mean, they will go negative. There's that potential, but it should occur less. Um, and more importantly, this proposal, by tying the two classes together, three and uh, one, we're going to give farmers more ability to use um, risk management tools that failed them during the height of the negative PPD crisis so that even though there might still be future price volatility, they'll be able to manage it better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. John Holyvotes, along with us, Director of Government Affairs for the Dairy Business Association. We're talking about a new idea that they announced Class 3 Plus as an option when it comes to federal milk orders. What's the response been from the dairy industry, John? I know it's just kind of the the first blush of what could turn out to be a long conversation, but what's been the reaction so far? Uh, It's been very positive, and I think we'll continue to have some good conversations with other folks, both on the farming side as well as on the processing side. The reality is here, we're trying to come up with a solution that works for everybody, the farmer, the processor, and the consumer. And we think we've done that with this proposal. Um, nothing's perfect, uh, that's for sure, especially when it comes to these orders. But it is a very thoughtful approach that looks at something more than just a temporary clawback of revenue for a couple of years. We're actually trying to make lasting changes that both put us in a better position now, but also for any future crisis. Now, let me ask, since uh, this has kind of been revealed, as I mentioned, Dairy Business Association, Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative, Minnesota Milk, and Nebraska State uh, Dairy Association were the first to join forces. Are there other entities out there, John, that now want to come in? Was it difficult to get Edge, Minnesota Milk, and Nebraska in? You know, I think we found um, common ground pretty quick, which is great. And I think there will be others uh, with whom we can find common ground, also pretty fast. No one else is uh, necessarily officially signed on, so to speak, uh, quite yet, but we anticipate other people will be supportive of this if and when we end up at a hearing. That's also not a foregone conclusion. Minnesota Milk is said publicly they plan on requesting one, but they haven't issued a formal request. And even if they do, uh, USDA does not have to grant that request. So uh, we're still... A little, there's still a good deal of uncertainty about what will ultimately happen with this. Right. Well, and, and let, us, let us be very clear, folks. If the federal order would grant a hearing or that, John, that's kind of like going down a new rabbit hole, too, because it, it is not easy. Any stretch of this process, it is not easy. No, it's a long process. Even if uh, you're talking about something that has broad agreement, there's not much controversy. Maybe it's just one order versus a national hearing. That still takes you know, six to nine months usually, right, for for something like that. This would be a national hearing. There probably would be disagreements about what to do. Indeed, there already are. Um, So even with a somewhat expedited process, it's going to take quite a while. Um, So, you know, yeah, we're sort of at the very beginning uh, of this, and I, I would anticipate that if a hearing occurs, we might still be talking about where we are in the hearing process, a year from now, 18 months from now. Mm-hmm. 
Now, John, what would you suggest? I think this is something that a lot of dairy farmers in Wisconsin and elsewhere are very emotionally motivated to voice support for or at least thoughts on. How do you suggest that they do that at such an early infancy of a bill? Well, they can certainly talk to their uh, processor. They can talk to their co-op if they belong to a processing co-op. They can talk to other farmers. Um, I would also encourage them as much as possible to get educated on this issue and on the negative PPD issue in general. Uh, Learn about what really caused those. A lot of people think it was the change in the last farm bill, and that contributed to how negative the PPDs went once they went negative. But the main thing was the inversion between Class 3 and Class 4 prices. So learn about what really was at play there and what we can do to change it. Um, That's a big part of this, too. No one, uh, I haven't met a person yet, and I include myself in this number, who enjoys learning about federal milk marketing (laughs) orders, right? Um, They're not not an easy topic to discuss, and they're not a fun topic to discuss. But it is essential to our business that we understand this, and that if we're going to make changes to it, we do it the right way. That being said, any idea, will Dairy Business or any of these other entities maybe uh, host a webinar or post information to help clarify the muddy water on this? Yeah, so uh, I can say that we've already hosted a webinar talking at length uh, with a well-known dairy economist, Marin Bozik from University of Minnesota, discussing in detail um, sort of what really caused negative PPDs, what was the makeup, you know, like if, if your negative PPD was negative $5, what, what all different component parts made up that negative $5? How do we get to that number? Um, and that's a helpful thing to start with. Um, we're also, for our membership at least, and we're sharing it with other groups throughout the Midwest, going to be having a webinar next week just talking about, um, you know, so that our members really understand what we're trying to accomplish, and we can try to answer those questions back and forth. Um, so there, there are resources out there on the um, Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative website, which is voiceofmilk.com. If you go to our resources section, you'll see a whole page full of FMMO resources. Includes links to that webinar I mentioned with Marin Bozik and a lot of other good material um, so that you can learn as much or as little <laughs> as you want about it. <laughs> well, the ball is rolling, that is for sure. John Holyvoet, along with us, Director of Government Affairs for uh, Dairy Business Association. As I said, Dairy Business Association, Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative, along with Minnesota Milk and Nebraska State Dairy Association, just beginning to kick that ball down the road on a Class 3-plus factor for federal milk order pricing. We'll keep you posted. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Farm Director Pam Yonke.